Chris, I've got more of a just wish you could comment more more so on a question. I know okay. you've mentioned that you would like Audubon's willing to work on finding another site. Could you comment on what you know other sites might be? Yeah, there is a site called Open Grounds Farms in Carteret County. It's a little further southeast of the proposed site. Um, it's, it's a farm that's owned by an Italian consortium and they don't actually live here in the U.S. They're in Italy. Um, it's an agricultural you know, practice that covers about 30,000, 40,000 acres. So a single owner of this whole thing. And that's what the Navy says they need. They need 30,000 acres, 50 square miles to be secure in whatever training they want to do there. So the state has proposed that, you know, let's make it work. And the governor's study group looked at this extensively and the Navy came to that study group and said, you know, well, we're gonna tell you why this doesn't work. And they went through this and that, and there's a place in San Diego, and there's, you know, what they were saying is just north of there is there uh, is a um, Piney Island bombing range, and they would have to coordinate with other military operations and other services. Gosh, they might have to talk to themselves and make it work. That there are stationary tall communication towers nearby. Again, these are stationary, not moving like birds. I think we can manage that. And that it's further away from Oceana, so it would cause them to use a little more fuel. Well, if you're flying a couple hundred miles an hour, how far is it, Tom, from one to the other? I mean, it can't be more than 60, 41 miles. I'm sorry, we're talking minutes in terms of, of airplane time to get down there. So we don't understand why that doesn't work. The Navy says it doesn't. Um, you know, Audubon is institutionally only really objecting to two sites, and that is the Pocosin site and the Mesquite site. Uh, that, in the, the other sites in, in the, in the uh, study are certainly open for discussion, but more importantly, there are sites not even in that study uh, that we know the state government is looking at and would be willing to talk with the Navy about. So. Yes, ma'am. Do you know the, the bash risk at the Craven County site or the Open Ground Farm site compared to, I realize that High County is 58% and at Washington Broken County it's 50%. Which to me is totally unacceptable. Yeah, well the Craven County site, I mean factually that's a warehouser pine plantation. They could actually put a landing field in, uh, take out the trees around the immediate area and keep the rest of it in timber production and actually would be, uh, I mean it's not the kind of waterfowl we're talking about here. Um, the bash risk, I don't remember the number, but it's, it's pretty moderate at Craven County site. But there are other sites where that would be true too. So, yes ma'am. Um, you have spoken of ventral, and I'm still curious to know if the Navy can backtrack on some of the other details in this whole issue. Why can't they backtrack and go ahead and leave it at, at ventral? At, at Fentress? At, uh, isn't that the name of it? Uh, Fentress Field I'm near sorry. Chesapeake. Yeah, Fentress. Fentress. Well, Chesapeake. that's another option. You know, if you want to base the planes at both places, you know, I think Fentress would work, or they could find another field in Virginia to service the Oceana jets. And then Cherry Point, actually the study says, the original study says a parallel runway to existing runways at Cherry Point could sufficiently support the activities of the Cherry Point planes. There are other options. So when we respond in writing to the Navy, to whom would you suggest that we would, I know that on the site it tells us who to respond to. What I'm asking actually is, should we make these sorts of suggestions in that response, or should we make those sorts of suggestions to Senator Dole, which, which well, doesn't matter at this point? I, I'll be very, I'll be very, well, actually, I'll be very frank with you. It, the, the Navy has stopped listening, okay? They, stopped, they tuned us all out a while back, and that's very sad to hear. 
But for the record and for future possible legal arguments, it is important to send in your comments if you object to this. And that's, that's where you do that just, and it, frankly, they're gonna just sum all these up. When you see the final EIS, if you're anxious to see your comments set aside and commented against in the final EIS, it's not gonna happen. They're gonna load up a whole bunch of similar comments and say, we got 5,000 comments like this, and here's our response. So, you know, the Navy's gonna deal with it kind of dismissively, but if you take your comment and you also send it to your senator and your representatives, that's where the real issue is gonna happen. And, and no, Senator Dole is still very open to this. She hasn't committed one way or the other. I talked to her staffer today. Last week I talked to a Senate Armed Services staffer. You know, Senator Dole has not made a firm position yet. And, um, you know, she's reading the political tea leaves. I don't know how much more blatant it has to get, but let her finish the process through April 17th. Uh, oh, that's the final slide, or final point. Um, there are hearings yet to come. And really, at this point, we're preaching not to the Navy any longer. We're preaching to our political leaders. We're preaching to the media to get to the political leaders. Uh, and we're preaching to the communities around us so that we can build this sort of groundswell against it. So um, make sure that anything you send doesn't just go to the Navy. It's got to go to the political leaders as well. And also, if you can, attend the hearings and speak. Now, April 4th in Plymouth is going to be not just a hearing, it's going to be a happening happening from the 70s, remember? It's gonna be a rally against this whole plan. I mean, the whole community's gonna turn out, be thousands of people, um, so April 4th. And we have some folks that have been nice enough to organize a bus from here in Raleigh to go to the April 4th hearing down in Plymouth. Um, Karen Bearden has a sign-up list. It costs 15 bucks, and the bus leaves at 1.30 in the afternoon from... Um, the park and ride lot on District Road off Blue Ridge Way Okay. Blue Ridge and Wade, park and ride. And see, see Karen if you want to be on that. And then I'm also going to say April 17th is a new hearing. Senator Dole was pushed on this point and did go to the Navy and say, will you add a hearing outside of Eastern North Carolina because it's really a statewide issue. Frankly, it's a national issue. But um, April 17th, there will be a hearing in Charlotte and we need to turn people out from all parts of the state and say this is not just a few small communities in Eastern North Carolina that care about this. This is the state of North Carolina and the people. So also look for that. Yes, ma'am. Location for Charlotte. Navy has not told us. They're the ones setting this up. So they got to tell us the exact venue in Charlotte. On November 4th, it's the Vernon James. November 4th, next week, is the Vernon James Center. Yeah, Vernon James Center just past Plymouth um, on 64, off 64. Yes. You know, I think the most powerful thing is something that's personal, it really is. I mean, you know, there are a lot of us analyzing this legally and scientifically and all that. A personal point about what this means to you. And, you know, as an ex-military guy, I truly, I mean, I'm not faking this, I, tr I know pilots who died and I don't want another pilot to be put in harm's way because and again, at the Pentagon, you saw military leaders make bad decisions based on political influence, not military need. It's like they go batty when they get inside the Beltway in D.C., in the Pentagon, and service members suffer. I mean, we have some pretty clear examples of that right now in the world. So, you know, letting politics run, you know, even this level of the military is just unacceptable. But a personal thing is the most powerful. Yes? Um, this area is internationally recognized. 
what means to hold on to, I guess, get the other states involved and even go so far as they contribute to Canada involved to have to push this down? Well, actually, when this first came out, the Atlantic Flyway Council, which includes Canada, and has the essentially the wildlife managers who set hunting seasons and all that or, or make recommendations that up and down the whole east coast they sent a letter to the navy and that was sort of unheard of for the atlantic flyway council to do such a political thing um, and walt sturgeon actually in this museum was it was key to making that happen also we we called a lot of the media up in canada uh, we didn't get them directly there but they're interested in covering the story because these are their birds too um, and then the fact that you saw all of those national groups, really alerts are going to go out in the next couple of weeks to people interested in wildlife and habitat nationwide. So it's sort of amping up in that way, step by step. Um, I honestly don't know enough about Atlantic Field. I mean, I haven't studied it. Been a number of other options. Uh, the Judge Boyle mentioned Dare County Bombing Range also has area like that in it. But I, I've heard that. I just I apologize. I don't. I haven't studied it enough to comment responsibly. But obviously, what we're talking about basically is there's already military land and facilities available at a time when you know BRAC was supposed to be about cutting the military to a sort of more manageable size and cooperation among services. Those were the things we were told. And the Navy just wants a brand new shiny thing in the place it wants, sadly. So I, there may be real viability there. I, I don't know enough myself yet about it. Okay. Well. I'm just going to say this wonderful thing because I'm a touchy-feely person. And this is the Audubon Society. Has anybody thought about collecting another bird feather to put in a briefcase? Just some sort of creative things like this to go in and say the footprint is like this and the bite is a bird feather itself. It can hardly feel it in your hand. And yet, if you have the sound of a super hornet by comparison, so I'm just wondering if you participated in hearing that people brought in things that were. Know, not just words, but more creative, you know, visuals. Well, creative person like you, bring that forward. That's sort of out of my realm of expertise. For, for me, the touchy-feely part is, is the, well, I mean, it's the video. Um, the video is, you know, frankly, there's, there's nothing like standing there. We took uh, one of Congressman Price's staffers, and Congressman Price has been against this for a while. But we took his staffer out there in winter, and he saw it this past January. And, and things have changed radically in terms of his effort and time. And I mean, don't mean he was anything but for us before. But you have that experience standing out there, and it changes you. It just, there's no way around it. So I understand the symbolism of what you're saying. But truly, and, and Senator Dole has never been there herself. She's returned down invitations to be there. And you know why? Because she saw it, she couldn't deny that she had experienced that. Anyway, thank you all.
there's bumper uh, stickers behind for sale, like yard signs, and uh, sounds like we need to contact uh, our senators and congressmen and go to the hearings. Thank you, Chris, for all you're doing to help preserve this.